welcome to Free to a Good Homes, a podcast. Uh, my name is Michael Hing, and it is great to be uh, back after all of these months. I apologize for being away for so long. Uh, I blame mostly Ben, okay. who's joining me now. Hello, Ben. Hello. You know, th- f- listeners, this it's all going to change. I feel like we're, we've kind of like, I think I said this last time, but I do feel like a bit of a deadbeat dad. Like we've been like, never again, son. I promise, never again. And then like... We did like two episodes and we were like, fuck this. But it's it's a it's a new era. It's the dawn of a new era. We're calling this season two. Season two. I think we did that last time. <laughs> All right, season three. We'll go season... No, last time was a gritty reboot. This is season two. That's right. That's true. This is season two. Welcome to season two of Freddie Good Home. A lot of you in the break have been getting in contact, Hing. Did you know this? Mm. A lot of people have been asking if it would be possible that at the top of every episode, I let them know what I'm eating. At the time, a lot of people seem to be really wanting that info. <laughs> That's people didn't care about the rest of the podcast. They were no. just interested in what Ben had been eating. So today, during the podcast, uh, I and our guest, and possibly Hing, I mean he's not made of stone, um, will be eating some gummy bears and uh, some chocolate bullets. They're the kind that you get at a at a kind of dodgy servo that come in like a, a little baggie, <laughs> like a little little drugs baggie. And I'm also drinking a Schweppes lemonade. Which I think is an extremely underrated soft drink. Oh, by the way, that's what the podcast is now. It's just <laughs> me describing things that are on the table. Um, well, speaking of things that are on the table or uh, sitting at it. Ah, uh, yes. Uh, shall we introduce our guest? Yeah, this is uh, exciting. He's a very good friend of ours. We've got, a- to stop, we've got to stop having radio professionals on this. He's a radio professional. <laughs> he's a um, radio producer and presenter. Um, former writer. classmate of both of ours. He really, we've really got to disguise this better. <laughs> <laughs> He's lived with both of us at multiple houses. That's right. In fact, he could be like day to day. Like if you add up all the days, he could have spent the most time living with you or I, aside from our maybe parents, I guess. Or no. Families. No? I moved out when I was four. Oh. With okay. a little bindle. <laughs> <laughs> it's Mark Sutton. Welcome to the show, Mark. Hey, guys. How you doing? Uh, I'm doing all right. How are you, Ben? I, I'm well with my snacks. Now, when you first asked me to be on this podcast, yes. I remember distinctly it was... The week before Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And for those listening in the future, <laughs> it is now September. <laughs> wow. We've been away. Uh, I, I was away for three months touring, doing the stand-up comedy, and then I came back and yeah. then I went away again. Where and in the middle between when I got back and we were all around, Ben got busy doing a television program. Where, where are the Terrence Malick of podcast makers <laughs> in that we take a very long time between projects and the result is basically fine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no one's favourite movie. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Um, this could be the boyhood of podcasts. It could be. <laughs> it took 12 years to make yeah. it. It's recorded in real time. Yeah, you weren't old enough yet. <laughs> so uh, it's just wait. Uh, so, Mark, we often... I don't know if you have... Have you heard the show before? I have heard the show before. Um, we often open, when we remember to do this, by asking, I guess, if they've ever bought or sold anything online. Is it something that you've done? Yeah, I've had, uh, I've had a couple of bad experiences. One was uh, I, I tried to sell something, but... It was when I was, we were doing a show down at the Melbourne Comedy Festival, which was a musical version of Dr. Strangelove. And at the end of the month, we had to fly back to Sydney, but we had like the set around and all the props and we had sure. no real means of getting rid of it because we were too cheap to fork out for a skip or anything. Yeah, yeah. So we just were like, what are we going to do with all this stuff? So I was like, ha ha, I know. So I went onto eBay and I put out an ad for, own a piece of Australian musical history. <laughs> you can have the entire set. Of the original cast production of Doctor Strange Love the Musical. And no takers. No takers. <laughs> Not a single taker. And then What was the specific item you were trying to get rid of? A, a plane. A, B- <laughs> a model of a B-52 bomber. And then there was a bomb itself that I put up separately. Like the actual bomb that, you know, he rides at the end of the, the film slash musical. Yeah. And uh no one wanted that either. Even though it was free, it was just like pick it up, it's yours. Free to a good home. Yeah. And uh so I just left it in a bin on Brunswick Street, like just a, a street bin. There was this huge nuclear bomb sticking out of it. <laughs> and I sort of edged away. They were simpler times though. I got ripped off as well once when I, I was on eBay and someone said, selling a set of 32 Bob Dylan singles on vinyl. And I was like, that's great. That's like a complete set of Dylan singles on vinyl. Sure. So I bought it and it was 32 copies of the same <laughs> single <laughs> You know, Not, what single was it? It was <laughs> Knocking on Heaven's Door backed with Turkey Chase. Oh, man. And they weren't in cases. It was just like loose it was just vinyl. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> melted what, down into a cube. Yeah. Under what circumstance? How had that person come across 
Like, what is the story behind that? How do you have 32 copies of the single, no cases? Have you stolen a very specific collector's collection? Or are you that collector? You've or... stolen, you've broken into 32 people's houses. <laughs> or maybe it was someone who owned a shop back in the day and then they never opened the box and it stayed. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And or... then some weevils came in and just ate the paper. <laughs> <laughs> or, like, they. They got done on eBay and they're paying it forward. Oh, so and it's now just, my duty yeah, to sell it on like, to someone else. Yeah, I haven't seen it, but I believe that's a plot of the ring. <laughs> <laughs> uh, would you like to, would, should, we, should we kick things off? Let's get right into Michael it. Michael Hing and Mark Sutton. So this was, um, I've got one here. This was in Gumtree, um, listed under the free section. And it's from uh, Chadston. Hello, Chadston in Where's Victoria. That? Victoria. Um, okay, so the, uh, oh, the title's got a pun in it, so... You're gonna have to. I'm gonna have to explain it. Uh, it the title is "Be Happy Bee Swarm Removal Service." <laughs> now, there's one thing I know about you, Ben Jenkins. <laughs> you cannot resist anything to do with bees. Yeah, I think and they bee are. puns in particular <laughs> send you into giggling yeah. fits. <laughs> well, in this case, bee in the bee happy is spelt like the insect to bee, so that's. It's all fine, I suppose. Following in the fine tradition of Jerry Seinfeld's bee movie. <laughs> yeah, very much so. Well, that's not really a pun. That's just a literal movie about bees. Yeah, but it's... Well, you don't have to take it as a pun. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, um, okay, this one starts. Um, be happy swarm removal service. Absolutely n- free. No charge. If you see any bee swarms, please don't approach it. Please give us a call before it sizzles down or goes into your house. We only remove swarms if they expo- are exposed or hanging on trees. We don't kill them. We rehouse them. For pollination purposes, please call us and we will remove it same day. There are so many typos in this that it's just kind of difficult to... Maybe they can't type properly because their fingers are all swollen from all the bee stings. <laughs> yeah. If there's so many typos, maybe it isn't a pun in the headline either. They just <laughs> <Yeah. literally laughs> so, um, absolutely, that's AP, which sounds like it might be a pun because it's an app, but a- it's not. Like, or a pun on apiary? Oh, probably not. And I want to point out that there is not, I mean, it's not really that relevant, but there is not a single full stop in that paragraph. Um, so it's just all one stream of consciousness. Yeah, basically. This is like if Jack Kerouac was uh, trying to get rid of some bees. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or if you found the diary of a serial killer called like <laughs> The Bee or something <laughs> who killed people with beehives in their houses and this was written <laughs> in a diary in blood. Well, see, that's the thing that he... The, he won't. He won't um, remove swarms if you're in there in your house. Why do you? Why do you think that is? Um, maybe he's like a vampire and can't go into your house. <laughs> what? Why do you want to get rid of a bee swarm? Oh, sticky things. Oh, yeah, but aren't bees? Don't their benefits far outweigh their? No, you're thinking of airbags. Like, okay, no, I understand. <laughs> so, there, there are creatures like wasps. Yeah, you want to get rid of wasps. They yeah, bring they nothing, nothing to the table. Nah. They're only there to make your life miserable. Yeah. Bees, though. Delicious honey, number one. Number one. You're attracting honey bears, number two. That's great. <laughs> Not even bored for that. Um, uh, and and I, I just I just think that the, the, the pollination in the garden and stuff, don't you want bees no, around? No, you don't. No, you don't. You no, don't want bees the specific wording is get rid of bee swarms, right? Yeah. <laughs> so it's not like bee hives. So it's not like the bee home. It's like if there's a moving swarm that's just <laughs> yeah. kind of hanging out in your backyard, <laughs> will Pied Piper of Hamlet move bees away <laughs> to our house? <laughs> That's a really good... I don't know how you... Because I can understand how you get rid of a hive. You just take the fucking hive. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and that's... Oh, that's the point. So they, they say, give us a call before the swarm. They say it. They mean the swarm. Mm-hmm. And I s- assume that sussles is settles down. Right. So as they swarm into your backyard, they haven't, they haven't moved in yet. <laughs> they haven't. They're just looking around seeing if this is a good place to set up shop. Looking yeah. at local schools. And you should get on the phone to these guys. Now, is it just purely altruistic on their part? They're just like... What town is it? Charleston in Victoria or something? Uh, Chadston. Chadston. Chadston, who are just like, you know what? It's time to get something back to the community. <laughs> One thing we've noticed, bee swarms. Bee swarms and I have a net. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, no, I think, because they say we will rehouse them for pollination purposes. So what is that? A what couple that of mean? things. They move them to a... A farm or A something? single very lucky flower. Right. <laughs> it's just one very beloved flower. Um, well, they can't spell pollination. And I'm not, I'm not judge. I am judging them in that. So I you don't think they're bee experts? That's my, that, that is my point. I don't think they're bee, bee experts. Who wants bees if you're not a bee expert? Just someone dabbling in bee removal. I think it's somebody who wants a lot of bees for purposes. For a prank. Oh, could be for a prank. 
or it could be like much more sinister prank. Like it could be like a, a like a like a like a super villain. That's yeah, that's what I'm I think. There's an international bee conglomerate, and these are like the the sap henchmen. Who are working for it? They're sort of posing as like a folksy kind of, you will just come down and remove your bees. But actually, like, B Corp is going to get all the bees in Chadston and rule the regional Victorian bee industry. Because oh, honey isn't, isn't cheap. And it lasts forever. It does. It does. And he Don't never goes off. You can eat. You could eat honey that the ancient Egyptians made. No problem, mate. Yeah. <laughs> would you? Would you eat it? Yeah. I had some this morning. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't think I would. I, I also found an interesting fact about bees. In all of our bee chat, we chat a lot about bees. Love it, yeah. But I some uh, would say too much. Yeah, <laughs> I read uh, oh, well, a couple of months ago now that the way you uh, calm bees down, do you know how to do that? How? Light a fire, smoke them out. Makes them all. If you you just spray smoke at bees and they get all sleepy and lazy. That is a terrible defense mechanism. <laughs> I know, right? Like, how have they survived millions of yeah. years of evolution where there are where fire is like you know yeah. <laughs> danger, right? That's, is it because they all like sit around the, the the fire on wee little logs and play wee little acoustic guitars yeah. and just mellow out? <laughs> yeah, they stop singing kumbaya. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I th- I mean the other the other possibility with this is that this is a bee. That would explain a lot of the typos. Oh, this is a um, this is some sort of like misconnections. I'm just looking for a friend kind of bee. Yeah, just, yeah, yeah. Or it's or or it's a swarm of bees. What a bee trader that is, by the way. No, because hear me out. Okay, it's a swarm of bees that's growing ever more powerful with every swarm it encounters. Oh, like and the so Borg in Star Trek. Just like so, it rocks up to your house and it's just this like this coat. It's kind of <laughs> <laughs> kind of hovering. <laughs> All right, shall we move cut, on? Cut the whole fact about bees. <laughs> sure. Um, Mark, have you got one there? Oh, I've got a couple here. Yeah, well, this is one that I like a lot for its simplicity. So it says in the headline, free springless trampoline, mm-hmm. right? And then to make things sort of clearer, then underneath it says free. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Right? And... Uh, the, the description, this is from Greenvale in Victoria. Victoria's really, uh, you know, helping us out yeah. today. Missing some parts cannot be set up without the part. <laughs> <laughs> so these parts presumably are the springs. Yeah, they're well, just missing. Let's think, I know there's such a thing as a springless trampoline. It uses like certain st- straps so you don't get your fingers caught in it. When a you... safety trampoline. Yeah. I mean, oh. yeah. But I have a feeling that that's not, that's not, the, yeah. that's not the situation here. This is literally a tarp. <laughs> <laughs> it is a tarp that is disconnected from a rectangle of metal. Yeah, uh, and that is it. So and it's a tarp and a useless table. Well, if you could, if there's another person giving away what sixty odd springs <laughs> of the exact right length that you could attach, you'd be fine. But as it is, this person, I mean, they are giving it away free. They are. They admit to themselves, but. And then if you look at, there's a thing on there you can see like other things given away by this same person. Oh yeah, and they've got free rooster. Oh, that is. So no springs though. It doesn't say if the rooster's <laughs> missing a beak. <laughs> <laughs> well, I feel like this guy has been quite upfront about the failure of what he's offering. Yeah. So maybe he would. Do, do you think he sold the springs or? I don't know. Maybe the spring thief. Maybe the rooster ate them. <laughs> yeah. It'd be odd for like all the springs to break at once, wouldn't it? Like yeah, why, why is it springless? I mean, down down a spring. Fine. Mm. Down all the springs. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's a picture of it, and it is just a pile of metal bars. <laughs> like, imagine being a kid, like, oh, it's Christmas morning. <laughs> oh, did you get us a trampoline without it? Well, in a way, son, <laughs> in a way. Oh, yeah. What how- I really got you was a lesson about perseverance. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, how awful would you have to be to get this for your kids? Like, oh, my God. Also, you're, you're absolutely right when you say, when you look at that picture, like, it is even this guy go even though this guy has been upfront about what what this thing has become, it's pretty disingenuous to call it even a springless trampoline. Like it is yeah. a pile of metal and yeah. and canvas. Yeah, or, and the, the and the other thing about the top you were saying, it's not even really a top because it's porous. Very porous. Yes. Like you can't buy, you can't go and pick up these things. And you couldn't put it over out. your beehive. Yeah, to you, protect you, yeah. That, you know, yeah, you could make it into a shade cloth. Yeah, I mean, I'm just saying you could. <laughs> But you couldn't even use it against with the frame because it would be smaller yeah. than the actual frame because it stretches dif- with the spring. Very yeah. much so, yes. What uh, have you, did you have a? Did either of you guys have a trampoline as a kid? Uh huh. No. Did you have a lot of fun on it, Ben? Had a lot of fun. Then my brother broke his arm. 
And then you got banned from it. That's yep. like every story. Yeah. Heavily. When there was the, the first house we moved into when we moved to Sydney when I was young, uh, there was a girl who lived next door and she never really understood that we were a different family, that the family that lived there before us. Oh. And so for years... <laughs> she just got this family like re- regenerated Doctor <laughs> yeah. Who style. So she would just poke <laughs> her head over the fence like every day, like Wilson in Home Improvement. Sure. We never saw what she looked like. <laughs> and just say... Where's the trampoline? <laughs> and we go, we don't have a trampoline. Yes, you have one. It's like, no, it was the, that was the old family that had the trampoline. She never got it. In the end, we had to move house. <laughs> Can you imagine if in Home Improvement, Wilson didn't dispense sage advice. He just asked Tim Allen about a trampoline and <laughs> yeah. fucked off. Or even worse, if Wilson just never said anything. <laughs> just, <laughs> just, over. just those two eyes just peeking over, always watching. Because if he doesn't say anything, he's definitely wanking. Oh, yeah. I mean, you just does. take that it's red. Oh, yeah. <laughs> in, in Wilson's sager pauses, you just assume <laughs> that he's rubbing one out. Um, um, speaking of rubbing one out, uh-huh. uh huh. Should we go filthy? Very, very. Well, this is this is more silly than filthy. Sure. This is entitled. It's taken from Craigslist, uh, Sydney, uh, men seeking men, and it's entitled "Private Glory Hole at Home." Man for man, thirty-eight, uh, in the Newtown area, which is local to here. Mm-hmm. We're recording this podcast, mm-hmm. and it reads like this: Hung, horny, need to blow. But don't want pointless chit chat <laughs> and prefer to be discreet? Question marks after all those. Mm-hmm. Then let's get this sorted. <laughs> I'm damn good at deep throating and don't need recip. I think it's short for reciprocation. No, it's receipt. He doesn't need a tax receipt. receipt. (laughs) Just come in, stick your cock through the hole and unload. (laughs) Send me a message with age, cock size, location, and a pic. Now, what's that in and of itself, it's fine, right? No. What you're offering there is a service that some people want, fine. We're not here to judge. Yeah. Uh, But what makes this (laughs) the funniest thing in the world is the picture associated with it, (laughs) which is basically this person has just set up a bed sheet and cut a hole through it (laughs) like a one-eyed ghost. (laughs) (laughs) Just... What, What... Okay, I d- what I don't understand though is like this is in some man's house, right? I guess. And so so wouldn't he still have to like open the door? Yeah, that's like, hello, I'm here for the secret blowing. Don't look at me. Don't. Yeah. Look at me. I'm just gonna run round behind that's my exactly bed sheet. That's exactly what I think this is. Unless it's in a. You can see this sheet has been hung uh, in the middle of a doorway. Yeah, this will be up on the Facebook. Yeah, but what we can't tell is where that doorway is. Potentially, this doorway is at the front of the house. <laughs> so he just sticks his dick through the mailbox. Yeah. <laughs> you, so you... It's also a huge leap of faith for you to turn up to... Because I, I don't have a lot of... Or any experience with glory holes. Sure. Presumably, usually they're in a reputable... A reputable, reputable public toilet somewhere. <laughs> or something, right? And, you know, and, and you expect... I'm just saying, going to someone's house and putting your penis through a thing is a very risky business. I to think be a it's of. less risky than just going to any old glory hole. I guess you're right. If if you're turning up at the person's house, what else? What else could they want with your penis aside from cutting it off and keeping it in a jar? What <laughs> spells? Yeah, for spells. Or spells. That is so. Yeah, but you're so right. Like, okay, let's assume that it's not the front door because okay. I feel like that would have to be in the copy. Okay, yeah, it would yeah. be like, do you want to get blown on a suburban street? <laughs> like. You're burying the lead yeah. if you don't mention that. The front right. door just sort of flapping in the wind. You just stand <laughs> a foot in the corridor. Yeah. Rangers walking past. <laughs> yeah. So I... Sh- what if it's a share house? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're here for my housemate whose name I can't tell you. Yeah. Who... Yeah. The bloporium is through there. <laughs> <laughs> Remain completely silent. No need for pointless chit-chat. Because it it's pointless chit-chat with the housemates. Yeah. But, but not necessarily... I mean, it's very. I mean, like, it's very likely a share house in Newtown. I mean, it's very difficult to to buy. <laughs> the market's not what it is. Yeah. yeah, I think it, like I think I can definitely understand why there's a market for, you know, come around, get a blowjob. You don't have to have a conversation. We don't have to do anything. Yeah, but yeah. it's so extreme to be like we're not even gonna like like. If I was the person answering this ad, yeah. I wouldn't be like, I want a blowjob, no conversation. Great, I'll just say hello when you open the door. Deal's off then. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> How dare you? You don't make eye contact with Mr. Jenkins. <laughs> that is, uh, that, yeah, let's put that, let's, let's put that, the world's saddest glory hole up on the Facebook. Yeah, we'll do that now. Do you have another one, Ben? Yeah, I do. Uh, let me just bring it up. So, this is an, this is an odd one. Uh, sauna for two persons, I, su- I assume. This is from, um, oh, it's from our nation's capital. It's from the ACT. Um, and this is a very, very short ad. And it's just sauna for two persons. And then there's a picture of what looks like a pretty nice sauna. Like, <clears throat> I'd say it's a, 
it you, it would fit. It looks like a it looks like a pretty big shower, basically. Imagine that size. Mm-hmm. It's basically the size of of the TARDIS if it wasn't magical. Because <laughs> <laughs> there's one there's one thing about the TARDIS, yeah. man. It's got sort of its defining feature. <laughs> so well, why don't I just say a police box? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it's about the size of a police box. Looks really nice. Finished wood, glass door. Here is the interesting thing about it: the price of this sauna is twenty dollars. <laughs> that feels cheap. That is. That's criminally cheap. Yeah. Presumably, someone was. This was involved in a crime. That's, M- that's murder sauna. Yeah, murder sauna. It's a haunted sauna. It's a murder <laughs> sauna. I don't know. A haunted sauna would be spooky because there's already so much ghosts. I mean, so much smoke. <laughs> I mean, your standard sauna is full of ghosts. There's no denying that. So a haunted one must be particularly Frankenstein's monsters there as well. Uh, now, I'm, I am not an expert on these things. A sauna is the one that's hot but not wet. Yes. Yes. It's what? Not, there's no steam in a sauna, right? What? It's just, it's just heat. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's wet because you're schwitzing everywhere. Right. Yeah, but, but, but there's a steam room where, it, where it, it's vapour. Yeah, a sauna is... Yeah, a sauna is the one that is filled with spirits of people with unfinished business. <laughs> yeah. So what is stopping you from buying this sauna then, Ben? $20? It, you could do with a sauna, couldn't you? This is the thing. It is... It is, it is just, uh, we'll put this up on the Facebook so you can see. It's a lovely looking thing. Okay, okay. I just saw the picture. I hadn't seen it now. What that is, is a cupboard with a heater attached. <laughs> <laughs> Look at it. It's just a wardrobe. Like, okay, someone's I- bought an Ikea wardrobe. <laughs> they've used it for years. And they've got a $20 heater from Kmart and attached it to it. I think it looks very nice. And I, I think that... I, I think you're just being disparaging because you don't want me to snap it up because you want to. Oh, you think Mark's playing the long game here. He's yeah. tricking you out of it. I see. Uh, yeah. I mean, and the thing is, this, this guy is also selling a dining table, which looks basically fine, mm-hmm. for $200. So he knows the value of a thing. Right. I don't, I don't understand, honestly, just why anyone would bother selling something like that for 20 bucks on eBay. It's like, if you need to get rid of it because you need to clear out your house or whatever, mm. give it away or sell it at a proper value, $200, make yeah. some money off it. But $20, it's just not worth the effort. Yeah, no. But I mean, a lot of this, a lot of Gumtree is people who can't be fucked to drive out to the tip. Mm. Like, I think that's like 90% of Gumtree. Do you think what's the worst thing that could happen if you bought this? If you if you went and picked this up, so you go out there, you get a van, you put it in, the, bring it to your house. Sure. Worst case scenario, it's full of blood. <laughs> <laughs> it's full of it's to the brim, full of blood. It's like the elevator in The Shining. Just like you know, that. Like oh, I'll go for a nice sauna. <laughs> ah, oh, this blood's so warm though. Yeah, mm, so good for the pores. <laughs> I reckon that might be the worst thing that could happen. Okay, but so, uh, it's, <laughs> it's unlikely they've been able to fill. A, is a, is a sauna for just two people? Is that too intimate for a sauna? Oh, you're, you are really right. Because I've not, I've only been to one, I, oh, sorry, I've been to two saunas in my life. Uh-huh. One was at a friend's house who lived in a share house in a new town who just happened to have a sauna. Sure. And, uh, in, in like this very old house, happened to have a sauna when we were there. I had a very unpleasant time there. Okay. Too crowded. Yeah. Everyone was very drunk. It was a party. Oh, uh, yeah. No, you don't want to get drunk in a sauna. Yep. The second that's time. Like, that's like my deathbed advice. <laughs> it's time. Come closer. Come closer, Billy. <laughs> Don't get drunk in a sauna. <laughs> You're already very dehydrated. <laughs> and the second time I've been to a sauna was when I went to the uh, Inthorpe Aquatic Centre about oh, probably about six months ago now. Yeah. And just was with some friends and they said, hey, let's go sh- for a schwitz. Yeah. And I said, I think I'll find this very unpleasant. Sure. And it was, people were kind of spaced out evenly throughout the sauna. And I was so grossed out by all the bacteria and all the kind of yeah. warmth and the sweatiness of it. That if you can find that to just a two person, yeah, that's way too. It's got to be one or like twenty. Yeah, I feel like those are the only options. So, do you reckon this person has upgraded? Weren't you in a sauna for you? You made a little mini series recently. Uh, now, in, in interestingly, in that, and I don't want to disparage the lovely people who let us use their so we we didn't film that in a sauna so much as we filmed that in a sauna shop where oh. they sold a lot of very kind of high end saunas. So you've been in three saunas. Okay. Yeah, but these weren't operating saunas. How did you sweat so much then? Uh, it was just a spray bottle. It's the magic of the movies, man. Oh, magic man. Um, but Mega they, movie magic. These, these, these saunas cost, like, you know, sort of $50,000, $60,000. Yeah. And they have... Well, this one costs 20 so Yeah, I'm so... You're an idiot if you're going to pay 50k for it. Well, get one for 20 off country. Um, <laughs> and one of the cool things about them... That you, so when you get to that kind of upper echelon of sauna uh, kind of price range, yeah. you need to just find 
more uh, kind of things just to put on the sauna to make it worthwhile the price, you know? Okay. So, so you know, well, like how good are you going to make the sauna, right? Once you've got good quality wood or whatever, good quality... That's very important. ...heat... You need good ghosts. Yeah, good ghosts. Good what ghosts. The, only on, the right? best ghosts. So what do you think they're going to put in a $50,000 sauna? Um, one of the things they put in is a cooling fan. You know, when your sauna <laughs> gets too warm. <laughs> Other things include uh, LED lights on the inside. You Ooh. know, when you want to party in a sauna. Or when, when you want to feel like you're in a real steamy spaceship. Or make it all red and fill with blood. You know, there's lots of different <laughs> options. I don't know. Are you guys sauna people at all? Uh, no, I, I went in a sauna on my honeymoon, mm-hmm. uh, but... It was there was two saunas and one was for men and one was for women. Oh, so we had to. Where was this in the UAE? <laughs> it was a, it was a, it was a fancy hotel in town in in Sydney, but um yeah so it was weird because it was like we the sauna was actually part of the appeal. We were like oh this place has spas and saunas yeah. and stuff like that, you know nice for the honeymoon. And then yeah I ended up spending it as you say sweating next to a sort of fat Mediterranean man <laughs> uh, rather than my recent newlywed wife. <laughs> Yeah, and you can't read in a sauna, can you? Uh, not unless you get sort of a laminated book. Yeah. Or you, you so, just general soggy book. Yeah. You, you love reading in the bath. Are you uh, worried that your uh, books will get all soggy? I used to worry about that. Right. And then I got really fucking good at reading in the bath. What do you mean? What what skills do you involve? Do you just have a cold bath now? Won't the steam no, from the bath? No, no, Hing, you don't know what you're talking about. And frankly, you're embarrassing yourself. <laughs> you're embarrassing yourself in front of Mark. <laughs> Speaking of uh, holidays and saunas, that reminds me of another, of another time. I've been to a sauna. I yeah. keep all these sauna times oh, coming back to me now. Uh, this is more of a, a, I guess it's more of a, like a heated pool area. Sure. Uh, I was in Japan a couple of years ago and went to an onsen, which is, you know, a Japanese kind of warm pool yeah. saunery kind of thing. And for that, just the tr- traditional, the local kind of custom is got to get your dick out, right? Just got to be naked. <laughs> Are you sure? Uh, <laughs> Not entirely. The signs were in Japanese, but, you know, <laughs> you assume. Better, sure, right? sure. Um, and so my dad and I thought we were going to have this, like, father-son moment of going to a, a sauna together because my father and I were away together. Yeah. And I haven't, I don't think my father and I have seen each other naked since I was a child, like since sure. I was a proper child. Yeah, yeah. Um, but we thought we would just go to Japan and have, I don't know. Did you go to Japan for this? Yeah, just no, no, no. <laughs> just like, yeah, we'll yeah. let you get dick out anywhere else. Uh, can't do that at home. Um, so, so we were like, oh, we'll just, we'll just go sit in the and just have a chat. Just, sure. just two men chatting. We lasted about thirty seconds, and I was like, this is too weird. Goodbye. And then Dad and I haven't spoken since. <laughs> <laughs> I don't see how you could have thought that could go literally any other way. I don't know. I just thought, like, because it, presumably it's a thing that people do culturally yeah. a bit yeah. and they're fine with it. Why am I so uptight with my dad? Oh, my God. Mark, have you got one? Uh, another classified. We're moving on. Yeah. yeah. Okay, I do. I do. Now, this is uh, this is uh, personals. Uh-huh. And I think uh, this man describes himself at the top as a tall, educated, witty guy. Oh, so you know that's true. Then. Yeah. So, like, yeah. okay. So, if I was looking at that, I'd be like, hmm, political witty guy. Is. So, he's in the eastern suburbs. Uh, he's not looking for the no strings attached type. He wants proper relationship and uh, location needs to be close to the eastern suburbs. So far, very reasonable. <laughs> then he says, read carefully. And if you fit all four of these requirements, then you can reply. Okay? <sighs> Requirement one. Your educational attainments are to the master's level at the very least. Ah! Anything beyond is most welcome. <laughs> For one thing, I think the way you would you talk about education levels are your education are at the master's level, not to the master's level. So showing yourself to be an idiot there. Hasn't <laughs> uh, two. So far, you're um you qualify for that, Mark. Yeah. So far, yeah, Mark, Mark's PhD, got his doctorate. Yeah, PhD, Mark. Uh, okay, so let's actually. I want to see if I if I'm this man's dream. Yeah, let's okay. see. Requirement two: should have travelled to at least two continents other than Australia. And a year working in the UK does not count. Oh. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> Why is he ruling that out? That's a shade of the UK. Yeah. Well, the UK is so uncultured in yeah. general. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think it's just because oh, everyone's been to the UK. You know, yeah, yeah. I only want people yeah, who've been to Oogadoogoo. <laughs> is that a real place? That's a capital of Sierra Leone. Oh, okay. Hmm. Now who's the racist? I wasn't <laughs> being a racist. I was being ignorant. There's a difference. <laughs> They're just no. often related. I'm sure I mispronounced it. Uh-huh. Uh, okay, so so far I'm, I have actually been to two continents, okay, great. not including my time in the UK. Yep. Uh, generally acknowledged to be good-looking, body and face. 
He sound, this sounds to me like he's had a lot of applicants before who've yeah. been like, yeah, I'm good looking. Check out the body. And he's like, yeah, well, your face is up. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Wasting my time. And generally acknowledged. So it's like, yeah. well, look, I, I, I put out to the focus group and there were two people who said I wasn't good looking, yeah. but generally. But I've mapped them out. They are outliers. Yeah. But also acknowledged as in like people aren't sort of like, you're really good looking. It's like, do you think they're good looking? I, all right. I will, yeah. I will acknowledge. That. Yeah. Also like the certificate for in. <laughs> <laughs> but then, but then there's, uh, there's, there's, this gets specific. This goes to A, B, C, D and E. Oh my God. And he says before that. So let me spell it out yeah, here. Spell it out here. Height between five foot four inches and five foot nine inches. You're taller inches. than that, Mark. I, well, I'm an. I am six foot, so I'm three inches above. I'm hoping maybe... Okay. You could, you could just hunch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you can hunch. Uh, I'll wear horizontal knees. stripes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Go with Clifford the Big Red Dog. Uh, <laughs> weight, body mass, mass index between 19 and 25. Now, I'm assuming I'm well above that. But anyway, <laughs> let's move on. <laughs> body type, slim, athletic, but shapely. Oh. Not really interested if you have the body of a boy. Do they mean like in your car? <laughs> <laughs> One deal breaker for me is people who have kidnapped children. If you've murdered a boy, forget about it. You have to have standards. Eye hair colour, no coloured contact lenses or major hair colour change. So he wants natural. He doesn't like these duplicitous people who try and fool the world with their hair dyes. What about contact lenses that make your eyes look like the dollar signs? (laughs) (laughs) Just like, just marijuana leaves. Yeah. Yeah. 420 every day. Now, the next one next one could be alarm bells. Ethnicity, race. <gasps> but then he says, I have no preference. Uh, Why bring I, it up then? Why I'm open to all people. Uh, four. Requirement oh, yep. four. Mm-hmm. Have no, a that sense was all of, part of three, was it? Yeah, that was yep. all three. Okay. Four, have a sense of humour, like this man. <laughs> yep. And speak fluent idiomatic English. <gasps> Fuck off. Now, Ben, you studied English at university. Mark, you've also studied English at university. What does the word idiomatic mean in that sentence? It means you can use idioms. Meaning speaking... Like, he wants to be able to be like, well, you know, yep, burn the hands with two in the bush, <laughs> and that person doesn't go, I, what? That's not relevant. Yeah, I, th- I think that's it. It means, because, like, if you learn English out of a book, you know, you understand that yeah. certain words mean, words. but you don't understand the colour and yeah. the, the nuances that make like English what it in is. In my previous example, I think I may have conflated idioms with proverbs, but, right. um, but the this, point stands. Maybe this person only speaks in riddles <laughs> in real life. <laughs> Yeah. Well, as I was going to survive, <laughs> brothers and sisters, I have none. <laughs> um, and then he says there's only four requirements. There is actually a fifth requirement, even though he hasn't numbered it. I'm not interested in men. I'm out. Ah, I'm out. Only yeah. interested in women. Because you did, you did. I well, did qualify, except in the height, weight, body type. Um, no, that's it. Yeah. But, you know... I, I, and I don't know what the BMI is. You might be between 19 and 25. I, yeah. don't, I don't know what those numbers are. Yeah. Also, the BMI, frankly, it's not, it's not a good... Isn't it? It's not a good standard of weight, isn't it? Because if you're... Yeah, it's been discredited, hasn't yeah, it? Yeah, because if you're muscular, you could be heavy and you, it throws your BMI off. And, uh, huh. you know... And so is that okay now that I have a tiny little paunch? Well, I mean... On the tiny little paunch index? Is that a... <laughs> <laughs> That's a different index, Ben. Now, what I like as well is he says, now, in the subject line to your email, type university educated, so I know it's not spam, <laughs> because spammers can't use that word. Yeah, like, yeah. They, they'd be truthful. They'd well, say, cause, cause mm, once don't have a bachelor's. Because you, did you go straight, no, you've got a master's and a PhD, right? Or did I you go straight have, to PhD? I'm straight to PhD. Does I, PhD outrank masters? Very much so. Okay. In, in unarmed combat, it does, <laughs> but the armour is stronger. Right. <laughs> if fighting fun. on hills. <laughs> um, the... I think once you get your masters, they teach you to type university educated. <laughs> um, and then at the end, because I'm looking at that going, I don't know how that got on the page. <laughs> <laughs> and at the end, he said, "Surprise me with a cheeky reply." All right, oh. so what does he want? What's the kind of what cheeky reply would he liking? You're writing an email. You've put university educated right. in the subject line. You've passed the first step. <laughs> yeah, you're not spam. So, so he wants something cheeky. So, so you probably want to joke around a bit. Yeah. You're like, hey. I was just I saw your ad. I just want you to know. I spent a whole year in the UK. <laughs> <laughs> I am <laughs> I am a man and murdered a boy. <laughs> Please write back. Um, also I've got my bachelor's. It does it, <laughs> it does seem 
It does seem like this guy has been through what he would describe as an ordeal, but is just dating when you're a fuckwit. Mm. Like, it seems like, I reckon, I reckon the first time I put something on Craigslist, it was quite short, and then it's been steadily getting longer and longer and longer. Right, yeah. As he's realised, his taste is more and more and more specific. Yeah. Uh, you've also missed out one line here, Mark, that I see. It says, major bonus points for being multilingual or a dog lover. Yeah. So that, I mean, him putting major bonus points in there, that suggests he thinks he's going to get multiple applicants who already <laughs> yeah. have look, these minimum standards. Look, you all tired, but unfortunately it did come down to the bonus round. <laughs> um. <laughs> and it was, it was either choose a dog lover or lock you in a room with some knives. <laughs> does, it, does it seem to you that 42 is a bit old to be talking like this? Well, I, I was like, going to come clean on this. I recently, the, anyone who saw uh, the, the stand-up show I recently took was, was all about how when I was sort of in my teens, I wrote a very, very long list of the things I want in my ideal partner. And, yeah. the, and most of the show was about that kind of, you know, that coming undone. And sure. me, you know, a decade, 12 years later, realising that that was a stupid thing. To, you yeah. Know, really. Now, this person is 13 years older than me. So maybe time is cyclical, I think, and you come back around <laughs> to that. Yeah. I, I don't know. He, he seems like a deeply, deeply unpleasant man mm. who I am assuming has just gone through a divorce. Well, you say that. You say he's deeply unpleasant, but he does have a sense of humour. That's true. No, he just tells us he does. He just, I mean, everything about it is like all these things that you need to prove. I mean, you know, you need to tell us that you have education better than a master's things, but he's just like... I'm tall, doesn't matter how much. I'm educated, not going to tell you what I yeah, have. Yeah, that's true. I'm witty, nothing about this email is witty. Oh, very true. Ugh, yeah, no thanks. Um, Hing, no you have thanks. one? I do have one I'm going to go to right now. This could be the worst one I've ever had. <laughs> this, is, this is truly upsetting. All right, here we go. Taken from Craigslist in Sydney. It's under all personal, strictly platonic, which, as you'll find out, is not the case here. Uh-huh. It's entitled Sister's Panties. Uh, Age 25. Uh, I'm going to be looking after my sister's house for a few days next week and wouldn't mind someone to come around and smell her panties, have a few drinks and smoke some 420. I'm 25, tall, slimish and norm. Looking for someone my age or younger. Cheers. You're the worst guy who ever existed. Oh my goodness. I like how he moves on from the sniffing of the panties <laughs> and he gets super cash. It's yeah. like he just slips that in there. It's like, yeah, bro, just come round. We'll, we'll have some sausages, six pack of beer. We'll put the bachelor on, super sister's panties. And then, you know, we'll just chill out. I think, and I think that's how he'd play it too. If you came round, you'd be like, oh yeah, man, like... Do you want, you want some, some Doritos? That's cool. Hey, are we going to do that? Th we'll do that thing now. And yeah, then let's get out of the way Get now. out of the way. Have a go. Oh. Do you reckon if someone kind of was like, hey, you sound fun. I'll provide the 420. I'll yeah. have a blast. Not the interested in sister's panty. So he'd be like, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> that is a deal breaker. Now, obviously, I jumped to a huge conclusion thinking this guy was a bad dude, right? You did. You did. You're a very judgmental man. But now that I'm rereading this again. Sure. It, it, okay, let's let's just try and give this person the benefit of the doubt. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. May, and it, it is in strictly platonic, so maybe it's not maybe it's not a sexual thing. Like like it's like please 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 reply if you are one of those dogs that can smell cancer. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, <laughs> I can't convince my sister to go to the doctor. <laughs> well, that's one explanation. There we go. Yeah. Let's solve that mystery. Can you imagine being my my fear uh, is my fear is always when house sitting that the people coming home will will come home a day early and I'm just kind of and you'll be sniffing the pants. <laughs> no, no, you know the house will be a mess. They'll be sort of you know yeah. uh, just 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 plate unwashed plates and yeah. unmade beds and everything. It's just ugh. Can you imagine coming home? Finding your brother and a stranger, stranger. <laughs> just smelling your underwear. Well, okay. There's a couple of things about this. One. The sister's gone away. I mean, I don't know anything about his sister. I'm hypothesizing here. I would think you wouldn't go on holidays and leave dirty, unwashed panties around the house. Mm. So presumably they're sniffing clean underwear. Yep. So it could be just a, it's a test. But also, <laughs> the other thing is, he doesn't mention that he's going to sniff it. He, he wants, he likes to see other people get pleasure from sniffing the underpants. So in many ways, he's a philanthropist. I mean, like the, the, the really upsetting thing about this ad is just how much his sister has clearly misjudged this man. Mm. Like, just how much she has, how much trust she has placed in someone who is clearly a monster. Yeah. Or, do you, 
I mean, certainly that is true. That is definitely the case. But do you think he's going to be one of those dudes who's like, well, she didn't say specifically we couldn't do it. Yeah. <laughs> or maybe the whole point of getting someone round is he's looking for someone to pass the blame. She's just going to come home. She's going to be like, hold on, someone's been in my drawer. What's in my panties? Someone's been sleeping in my panties. She's going to be, Darren, have you been sleeping in my panties? He's going to be like, what? No, it was this bloke from eBay. Yeah. <laughs> I did ask him around to do it. <laughs> yeah. But it, technically speaking, I was, did not. I can, I, can, I can swear to you that I did not smell any of your underwear. <laughs> Maybe he's going to take a photo of the guy doing it. So when she comes home, she'll be like, did you see my panties? Nah, look at this guy. He was right in there. <laughs> what a jerk. Yeah. Welcome, welcome back from your holiday. I hope you had a good time. Uh, yep, dogs fed, all good. I did not sniff your underwear, unlike some people I could mention. Darren, you are meant to leave two days ago. <laughs> Also, does he does, does he describe himself as normal in that ad? Yeah, he, yeah, he says I, he's a norm. Yeah, he's a norm. I think he means I'm 25, tall, slimish, and norm. So I think he means I'm normal looking. I think is what he means. I assume he can't. He, he can't, can't have that much cognitive dissonance <laughs> to, to be like, oh, I'm putting an ad on Gumtree about coming around to how should I describe what adjective best describes me? Normal, about right, medium, just the mean of the population. That's that's about it. I hey um hey Ben I'm going away yeah. for a couple of weeks I'm just I'm gonna be away Would you mind looking after my Can you look after my place for a bit Yeah 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 cool. Hey um just so you know I, I I don't know why I'm saying it. I don't know why I feel the need to say this But can you not invite any strangers into my house into my house to smell my underwear Is that all right Yeah no strangers <laughs> <laughs> No strangers All right I reckon I reckon maybe the case is that she left an exhaustive list and then just forgot this one thing. Oh, she was like, all right, no parties. Yeah, he found a loophole. Right, yeah. Mm, Let's move on. Um, Okay. This is an an interesting one. This is from Sydney Personal. Strictly strictly platonic. Man for man. Um, Is it Manfred Mann? It's Manfred Mann for sale. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, 27, Waterloo. Hello, Waterloo. Um, looking for a competent tradie slash electrician to come fix my lights. It's not a big issue. I just need advice on a socket that seems to be blowing my bulbs. I also want to change to LED lights. In return, I am a qualified professional masseur and will give you a full body oil massage for an hour. I am 27, comma, fit. I, I admire the chutzpah here. Yeah, it's fine, except uh, what I don't like, the only thing I don't like about this ad yeah. is it doesn't give a clear, there's no, and just in the context of Craigslist, I think it's important to do this with Craigslist ads, there's no clear identifier on how sexual the massage is. Well, this is the thing. I think like man for man. Or the electrician. <laughs> the fact that he said specifically it's got to be a man. And yep. the fact that he's he said I'm pretty fit. I'm pretty fit yeah. suggests that this transaction is 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 a, at least of a partial sexual nature. But imagine oh, is it a, I thought it was a woman who did the ad. No, nope, man for man. Oh right, man, sorry, for man, man for man. man. Right, so, yeah. yeah. So I'm just saying though, if you turn up, fix his light bulb, and then you're like, all right, getting my dick out, and he's like, yeah. excuse me, <laughs> I'm a physiotherapist. How very dare you. How dare you? Has this guy been like space jammed into a porno? You know how like you know how in Space Jam he gets that he gets that sucked verb. into a cartoon and then right. all the rules of cartoons apply. Oh, I see. Has this guy been Space Jammed into a porno? Right, like where he's like because this is literally like the start. Hey, I'm here to actually. I'm here to fix your lights. Can I just look at this? Yeah, there's nothing to suggest this isn't a metaphor. Yeah, there's a looking for a competent tradie, competent tradie to come and fix yep. my lights, which is. Pull on my wiener. It's not a big issue. Big wiener. I just didn't need advice on a socket but... that seems to be blowing <laughs> oh, man. my bulbs. Oh, it's like Milton Boone up in here. <laughs> <laughs> also, I want to change to LED lights. I don't know what that means. Oh, LED light. That's a sex thing. Right. Okay. It's yeah. I like that if this is successful, this guy is going to be like, great, I'll start paying every, for everything with mass ideas. So he'll be like yeah. going into the corner store. Yeah, I'll just get a dozen eggs, please. Pay back. <laughs> and... Uh, <laughs> Yeah, I'm fit. You're, yeah. a, you're a dude. Let's get the massage out. But that's McDonald's, I mean, you know. <laughs> the, thing is, the thing is weird to me. Oh, no, that's fine. I was going to say, like, the thing, if you want to just fuck somebody, 
Craigslist isn't shy about that. There's mm. a whole section where that's all people are doing. Right. But he's he, he what he's doing here is marketing himself yes, exactly. at a point that, of difference. He's going like, hey, I know you can go get a dick anyway if you want a dick. Yeah, I'm you can go to that place where you just put your put your dick through that bed sheet in the <laughs> front the door. <laughs> but I'm I'm here to give you a massage. Now, what makes me suspicious about this is how much do you think a trade is? Uh, it's going to cost for a trade to come and do this. Let's say eighty bucks. No, I reckon at least one hundred fifty. One hundred fifty bucks. Okay. And how much do you think a massage is worth? Bullshit. Right. You can get a massage for like forty bucks for an hour. Really? What? No. Yes. Maybe in Thailand, you pervert. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, I, have we talked about this on the podcast, how I am It has been afraid. so long between podcasts right. that I don't know. I, am, I have had maybe three massages in my life, much like mm. the sauna situation. I am all, constantly terrified by it. I never enjoy it. Mm. I, I'm always worried I'm going to get a boner and then I'm going to feel yeah. weird about it. Yeah. I, I don't know. I, I just I hate it so much. Um, so yeah. I don't know. So I actually know nothing about the massage world. Yeah. But I just think if you're a good masseuse, just go get a fucking job as a masseuse and pay an electrician with money like the rest of us, you <laughs> idiot. Like, That's true. Like, how good a masseuse can you be if you haven't yet worked out a way to convert that into money? Yeah. You just got your like, bartering with your. You're trying to jump a step. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Ugh, I'm hate, I hate these people who are trying to skip the economy. No, it's fine. I'm sure they. I'm sure. Very happy. All right, Mark, you got another. Got All right, one? yeah, I got another one. All right, uh, so this one, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go from the bottom up of the ad. I'm gonna start <laughs> with the, the content, and then I'm gonna go to the title. Unconventional, okay. but I'll allow it. Okay, okay. <laughs> so this is from Gumtree, from Winolia in Tasmania. Mm-hmm. Now they've put wanted used gas cooker, must be gas oven and gas hot plates in working order. Okay. That it's not uncommon. Yep. So I don't know why wants. you brought this to our attention. Yes, I want a gas. <laughs> All right, it's fine. Yep. Okay. Title. <laughs> <laughs> Wanted. Mrs. Felmingham, $35,000. <laughs> so what that, what that means is when they say gas cooker, they're not looking for an appliance, they're looking for a person. Yeah, <laughs> they're, looking, they're <laughs> looking for a chef of some sort, I believe. Or yeah, who's someone... gas-powered? <laughs> yeah. An automaton, yeah. They're looking for a sort of steampunk automaton <laughs> called Mrs. Felmington. Felmingham. Fel- Felmingham. So, oh, my God. And thir- I mean, because the thing that makes it clear, I think, that Mrs. Felmingham is part of the bargain. This is not Mrs. Felmingham, like, accidentally writing her name at the top <laughs> when she wants the gas cooker. Um, is that... <laughs> $35,000. I mean, I don't know how much gas cookers cost. There's no way they cost no, $35,000. No. Like, unless, unless it's like for a fucking restaurant and yeah, there's yeah. like 1,200 burners or whatever. And if that's like, the case, yeah. you wouldn't risk getting like no, a of one-off gum tree. gum tree. Well, you'd be surprised, Mark. <laughs> People <laughs> buying all kinds of shit. So, so this is some sort of deal where they've surreptitiously said, yeah, we want the gas cooker. But actually, <laughs> this is a slave This is auction. people tra- trafficking. <laughs> And a very specific slave auction at that. Because Mrs. Felmingham, we don't have a first name. I don't know about you. I don't think she's a young woman. I don't think she... I think she's a very middle class, uppity... I'm, I'm picturing <laughs> Hyacinth Bouquet. Right. <laughs> because who else is going to refer to themselves as Mrs. Felmingham or whatever? Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. Can I put something out there? Mm-hmm. What if this is uh, actually somebody who's going through a divorce at the moment and they're not allowed to see their kids... <laughs> <laughs> and so they're disguising themselves as a gas cooker. <laughs> and then there's this moment where the gas cooker has to go out to dinner with two sets of people. <laughs> and then audition for some sort of role in a voiceover? I think that's how I it goes. Oh, I miss end. him so much. Aww. The fact that there's no punctuation in there, which I know is a common thing. Yeah. But it's not like wanted colon or dash. It's. Wanted used gas cooker and gas oven. So it's like, that's what I wanted. So it could be an attack on the person who failed to provide it. Oh. You know, like, it's like I a wanted a gas cooker. Mrs. Felmingham. <laughs> and like you a, wouldn't give me one. Like a Wild West Wanted poster. <laughs> I, I did, before we, we, before we started this podcast, I wanted to make absolutely sure that Mrs. Felmingham wasn't a brand of gas cookers or whatever. Yeah. And I did look it up. And when you Google Miss, Mrs. Felmingham, the... First hit is this ad. <laughs> oh, so this so, is her first appearance on the internet. Yeah. Wow, do you think this is a, a pre-viral marketing campaign by Sony or something? <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't Mrs. Felmingham Jed Bartlett's assistant? <laughs> <laughs> That's Mrs. Landingham. Landingham. Ah, uh, good. Uh, 
Oh, that's a mystery we'll never solve. Yeah. There's so little detail in that. If you if you think you have an answer for us, uh, please write in. And if you have any um, classifieds for us, please write in. So and if you are Mrs. Filmingham <laughs> yeah, and, and you're in a basement somewhere, <laughs> yeah. you need help. Or you somehow have access to podcasting, <laughs> like iTunes. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, man. All right. How about this one? This is, in t- this is again, taken from Craigslist. This is a man looking for a woman. It's entitled Cruel Lady Wanted. Mm. 40. I want to steal some Dalmatians. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to say how many, but it is a large number of Dalmatians. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I seek a truly sadistic lady, one who derives pleasure at the pain, humiliation, and discomfort of others, preferably her man. Uh-huh. Now, if you derive pleasure from the pain, humiliation, and discomfort of others who are not who you're not in a relationship with, where you both consent to that, yeah. you're a fuckhead. No, right? you, you just you're just like a dictator. Yeah, you're like a you've jerk. just described Hitler. Yeah, <laughs> I'm looking for Lady Hitler. All right. Um, anyway, That's right. and isn't it, sorry, isn't it funny how distinct those two things are? Like the cruel kind of like uh, that relationship in a that thing in a relationship where it's like you know, part of a sadism thing mm. versus just in every day, take the sex out of it and he's yeah. just a monster. Yeah, he's just a horrible person. <laughs> what, what are the words they, again, they use? Uh, uh, I'm looking for a truly, truly sadistic lady mm. who derives pleasure at the pain, humiliation and discomfort of others. Yeah, see, it's the discomfort <laughs> that I'm... Cause that doesn't ratchet it up, does it? Because <laughs> pain, it's like, okay, dominatrix, sadomasochism. Yeah. But discomfort, it's just like, I'm going to take up too much seat on the bus. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> you're going to have one cheek hanging off the end. <laughs> take that, world. Well, they get Oh, specific. what's this? These headphones? They're going to be a bit too loud. <laughs> Is that a? Is that a? Is you are you saying something about the level I've set the? No, I'm at? saying that when people have very loud headphones on the bus, okay. it's oh. extremely rude to right. fellow passengers. I thought you were talking it's about the level. Discomfort. Okay. Um, if the okay it continues, if you think a few slaps on the bum is punishment, then you are looking at the wrong ad. None of these <laughs> fucking amateurs. I want you to put me in prison for forty <laughs> years to life. Here is a link to the ad offering just a few slaps on the bum. <laughs> <laughs> If, however, you believe that punishment should be prolonged, painful, humiliating, degrading, and sometimes even life-changing, then you're reading the right ad. So this person <laughs> wants... I am selling my fridge. <laughs> <laughs> life-changing in the way that watching the notebook was. <laughs> All right. That's some life-affirming humiliation. Some interests are... So they, they, they get more specific again. And they go, note, please do not confuse these with limits as there are none. Oh, oh. Let me tell you, there are. There, there are, are going to be limits. There are. There's going to be yeah. limits. You'll there find are. your limits. Within the law, there are. Okay. <laughs> anyway, here they are. Caning. Sorry. The reason I find this a little bit funny is just imagine uh, sort of this at a, at a, jo- a job interview or something. Oh, I, oh, I see you have. Yeah. And they're going, they're going through the list. <clears throat> it says here, you are. Uh, so we're looking for someone to fill this role. Uh, they, need to be adver- uh, they need to be kind of you know, well-versed in caning. Mm. Paddling, mm. crop belt. Yeah. Oh yes, these are all the same thing. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Whip, hairbrush, OTK, <laughs> <laughs> OTK, bare bottom spanking. What's OTK? You oh. just said it wasn't about slapping on the bottom, lady. Well, bare minimum spanking on the bottom. Uh, spitting, slapping, punching, human punching bag. Separate to punching. <laughs> so there's punching of other things. Punching of the dog yeah. and then <laughs> punching of the human. Yep. You punch this cup. <laughs> Body modification, that's pretty full on. That is full on. But during the thing, it's like yeah. we're engaged in a bottom slapping process and <laughs> now... i give you a tattoo. Yeah. 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 Uh, human toilet. That's in there. <laughs> Golden showers, breath control. That's, that's, that's human toilet. Yep. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> breath control. Unless the human toilet is just you being cleaned with bleach. I don't know if that's... Breath control is the most terrifying yeah. synonym for strangling that I've ever heard. Breath control, asphyxiation, queening... I don't know what queening is. It is where you get just as Queen Victoria. <laughs> and then you go, you've been a very naughty boy. Yeah. Uh, ass worship, face <laughs> That's not, that's not saying it masochistic. That's no. lovely. Yeah. Unless they want you to have them worship your ass, I guess. Yeah, it's like the golden calf in Moses' days. <laughs> uh, face setting, total obedience. I think that's pretty much covered above. Yeah. Pu- public humiliation. Oh, public humiliation. Yeah. Pegging. Okay. Uh, strap on. It's being thrown clothes pegs at. Yeah. And CFNM, which I think means clothed female nude man. Happy, happy to correspond with ladies from anywhere, any race uh, or size or age. Thank you. Do you know what that is? 
That is some fucking A-grade CV padding. I know. You know, you know, like when you're like going for a job and you're like, fuck, I've just worked in a bar. So you're like, uh, I have cash register experience, uh, cash handling experience. <laughs> I've worked with cash. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm a conscientious worker. Yep. I'm a obedient worker. Yeah. I'm a yeah. I'm into hairbrush. Cause yeah, okay, the first four. The, the Training, paddling, crop belt, whip. Hitting. That's hitting you with something. <laughs> you don't have to learn. Like, I'm not saying that the... Look, I'm not saying that a really good tennis player could be a really good cricketer. I'm not saying that. But when it just comes to hitting people with stuff, it's basically the same Especially thing. Especially because he said at the start, these are not limits. So he, he wasn't bound to say everything. Like, it's not yeah. like if the woman came around and she was like, oh, I'm into whipping. And he was like, I forgot that on the list. Like, <laughs> and everything other. But... Yeah. And maybe he doesn't want to. Maybe he doesn't want to scare off someone who who's only confident with the cane and the paddle, not so confident with the crop and the belt. Yeah, you know? I've never done this before. Just hit me with it, and they're like, "Oh no, I hit myself!" Whoops. <laughs> uh, and then yeah, it, and then it just it, it goes on. You know, the punching slash human punching bag. Yeah. It just yeah, a lot, a lot of repetition in this. These are things that I yeah. So I forgot that this wasn't someone advertising their services. This is somebody who says they can handle these things. They want this thing. Yeah. yeah. So they're looking for someone to punch them and also yeah. have treat them like a human punching bag unless yeah. yeah unless human punching bag um they like hang you upside down from the ceiling and then do that like thing with your head <laughs> like it's like it's in the three stooges <laughs> i uh oh okay i i just googled what queening is great well done it's the act that's in your search history now yeah. <laughs> so is everything else we talked about today uh so it is a british term and it's the act of a woman sitting on her subservience face. He had face sitting elsewhere. Yeah, yeah. he did have face sitting elsewhere. For the majority of the day. <laughs> <laughs> so it's a long... So, it's, so it is different to face sitting. So I like that she's looking at her watch and she's like, okay, well, majority of the day, that's got to be over 12 hours, yeah. right? <laughs> otherwise, <laughs> otherwise, it's the minority of the day. Oh okay, God. oh, we've been here for a long time. But if we could just get to 12 <laughs> hours and a minute... Yeah. We are queening. Oh. We're not just duking. We're not hurling. <laughs> God, like that does, that has to go, I reckon, pretty fast from like sexy, degrading to just fucking tedious. Yeah. <laughs> are you like, yeah, sit on me, sit on me, sit on me. Do we have to, I mean, yeah, I have really, other shit the, to do. It's yeah. the majority of the day though. That's a... Look, I know I'm investment. your human toilet, but <laughs> now I need to go to the toilet. <laughs> I mean, oh. more power to this person. I hope they find the cruel lady they want. I, I, I sound like, sorry, the idea that that's what a queen does is sits on her throne for the majority of the day. <laughs> <laughs> oh, just sitting around. What if like, queening involved other things? Like, I want you to come around, sit on my face for the most of the day, and then just kind of ceremonially open things. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Be on some coins. Give a speech once a year. <laughs> I want you to sit on my face and do a Christmas message. <laughs> These are, then that concludes all the things I know about the queen. What does the queen do? Yeah, she she um she opens Parliament. Does she? Yeah. yeah. Every year or every day? I think once a year. Once a session. Don't they have to ask her? Yeah, there's like a tradition where she's not allowed to she bangs on the door and they have to say come in. And it's Did, like That's vampire talk. That's actually <laughs> vampire talk. Oh my goodness. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it, and that's presumably uh, you know, symbolic of the fact that she can't say to Parliament, right now you have to listen to me. And yeah. it also, she gives her talk where she kind of outlines her what she thinks they should do for the year. Like she might say, oh, why don't you support good laws about poor people? And right. then um, then they're like, they're going to talk about what she said. But the, before they do, so they introduce this traditional bill first, which is a sort of nonsense bill, and have a faux debate about it. And it's also once again symbolic of the Queen can't set our agenda. We set our agenda. We talk about what we want to talk about, oh. not what she wants us to talk about. So how not... I mean, I don't know how much you know about this, but how nonsense is the nonsense bill? Is it's, it like... It's a ludicrous... What is it again? It's... Um, um, it, wait, is it the same one every year? Yeah. Oh, it's not It's not like they get someone from the Mad Libs to come up and be like, <laughs> Today's agenda is moo cow in the trees. <laughs> Yeah. Um, there's also other like really silly things in Australian Parliament, like um, the speaker. Every new speaker has to be forcible. Like the theory is forcibly dragged into the chair by men in white coats. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. why only a person who is criminally insane can yeah. occupy the speaker's chair. And Peter Slipper actually had a go of it. Like they, he he let his feet drag along the ground, mm. but Brendan Bishop was just sort of led gently to the chair. Oh. Mm. 
And then when they tried to do it to Harry Jenkins, he just knocked both people out. (laughs) (laughs) And 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 the member for Jagger Jagger has to wear a bow tie. Every time. Every time. Regardless of what the seat is. And now it's Jenny Macklin. So That's bullshit. Is that bullshit? It goes back to, I think, Scullin. Yeah. Wait, but is that... Wait, is that in the law or that's just tradition? Yeah, it's in the law. No. Well, it, okay, no, you're it, full of shit. <laughs> 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 wow. If anyone wants to email us saying that's not untrue, I, we know it's untrue, Mark's being an idiot. So wait, you, so wait, which, which <laughs> of so the, the following... The whole thing was made up. Really? Oh, fucking tri- hell. <laughs> All right, uh, let's do last one. Ben, you got one? Yeah, I got one. Uh, this one, I mean, one of the things that I've been finding quite interesting about Gumtree, because um, you do spend a bit of time on there trying to get these, a lot of people are selling mannequins. Like a lot of people are selling mannequins, and this this ad is is just says ladies torsos. Oh, that's terrible. Oh, yeah, oh, oh. <laughs> and like I, I just <laughs> I did before I don't even I, before we go on to what the ad actually is. I just like that someone sat down and was like, you know, oh, how's the ad going, dear? Pretty good, pretty good. Talking out a title now. Just make sure people know you're talking about mannequins. <laughs> like yeah. that's what we're selling mannequins. So what are you going to put? I just thought I put ladies torsos. Yeah. Are you sure, people? <laughs> And the thing no, is, I trust the public. The thing is that the only reason I know that they're mannequins is because they've provided a picture. Because the copy <laughs> just says 50 bucks the lot, 15 together, no emails. <laughs> <laughs> now, can we can we just quickly delve into like why these people are getting rid of these? Because we have a mannequin at this office where we record this that is fucking terrifying. Yeah, that's why. People oh. people are getting rid of it. Did I, have I told you that my little brother? I think we've talked about my little brother on the show. He's like, he's not my little, he's like 24. He's years younger than me. Well, I talked to my little brother. Mm. <laughs> um, he is building a mannequin, and I don't know why. <laughs> he is planning on making his own tent. <laughs> like, I'm sorry to tell you. What does he mean he's building a mannequin? Don't you just buy a mannequin? Okay, or he's so, posting a lady's torso, for example, so and I, putting the rest on it. I had something delivered to my parents' house a little while ago, where he lives. Mm-hmm. And it came in with little packing peanuts. And he was like, are you going to use them? I was like, "Why? Well, of course I'm not going to use them. Do you want them? And he's like, yeah, I need them for the fingers. And then, <laughs> and then oh. just went into his room. He's, he's bought a morph suit <laughs> and is slowly filling it up with stuff. With packing peanuts, for example. Well, for the fingers, but there's other materials. That is <laughs> terrifying. I don't know what his end game is. I don't know if he's faking his own death or faking someone else's death. <laughs> you got to be faking a death. But he's he's just so cavalier about it. So the least sinister thing he could be doing is wanting to use the carpool lane. That is the least sinister <laughs> yeah, thing. Yeah. And then it goes By up a considerable from there. Margin. Yeah, and then it goes up from there to faking a death, scaring. Your brother's yeah. quite into scaring. Very much into scaring. I mean, I, I think it's probably it's it's a, I think it's probably a very small cog. In quite a large prank machine. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Yes. Oh, right. So this is like going to be the the mousetrap of uh, yeah, the mousetrap yeah. board game of prank machine. I think it's just like, you know, you know, I will need to think that he's in bed, and that's part of it, right? <laughs> or something like that. <laughs> that is step one. Yeah. He turns around and share. Hello, Ben. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's actually a really good thing to put out to our listeners. Maybe if you've got an idea of what Ben's brother is fucking doing with a crazy mannequin. Yep. What are the ideas for pranks? Why don't I'd you send us an know. email? And please, if you are my brother. Don't create a whole new identity and comment on it to throw us off the scent. Of, although, of course, that's what you're going to do. D- does your brother's mannequin have a head, or is it like these torsos that are being sold? <laughs> no, it does. It has. Well, it has because a morph suit has a hood, so I assume he's going to stuff that with like a human head. Yeah, because <laughs> there, there is something about selling just the torsos, or it's like you know, Dan, are you going to get rid of all those mannequins you have? <laughs> I'll get rid of the bodies, but I'm keeping the fucking heads. <laughs> Um, so our email address is contact at free to a good home podcast.com. You can find us on Facebook at uh, facebook.com slash free to a good home podcast or uh, you can find us on Twitter at F-T-A-G-H podcast. I F-T-A-G-H. Think. Yep. Uh, at that or whatever. Uh, let's thank our lovely guest, Mark Sutton. Thank you so much for coming by. and Thank, thank you. you. Thank you for, for um, breathing life into this, into this dead, dead husk. Yes. I am very much Jesus to your Lazarus. Very much so. Uh, you've, you've, because this will be back uh, next week. Yep. Um, we actually, we have, we have an episode that we couldn't air because it tells everyone who killed JFK. And <laughs> no, we just. Also, oh, it's it. a classified. Yeah. Classified. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah um, we have, we have two episodes. I think somewhere on a hard drive somewhere that we're going to put up eventually. Um, uh, if you want to follow Mark on Twitter, you can follow him at Mr M Sutton. 
Uh, he's done 26 tweets. <laughs> <laughs> Over four years. Yep. <laughs> Since 2010. Uh, and uh, Ben, do you have anything you want to plug? Nope. No, you're done. You can I'm done. Fuck. All right, well, I have a... Uh, I'm going to plug this. I have a comedy festival... I mean, a Fringe Festival show uh, next week. Uh, so after you, when this goes up, it'll be the week after that. Uh, it's called something or other. Uh, just search for it at the Sydney Fringe website. You don't know the name of your own show? It's a, some sort of pun on my name. I've forgotten it. I was going to try and get through it. Isn't I've it forgotten. called A Midsummer Night's Hing? <laughs> yeah, that's right. Oh, it's... no, it's uh, Much it... Ado About Not Hing. There we go. I legit forgot it. Thank you for reminding me. Um, and I think that's it. We're going to be back next week. Thank you very much for listening. Sorry for being away. Oh, goodbye. Bye. Bye. This letter I read? If you like Pina Coladas Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.